Welcome to Multimedia Failure. Every other week we watch a movie based on a video game and then rank them against each other arbitrarily. I'm your host, Jason Ariola, and inadvertently killing a legendary Pokemon with me this week is Vanessa Cahill. Uh yes, we are we are a person short. We're we're short John for the next two episodes. But next week we'll we'll have a guest on, so hopefully that'll help alleviate a little bit of that. But yeah, it's a little weird not doing this with John. <laughs> I know, and he loves Ash so much. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was very, very, very sad when this movie started off and Totodile was like right in there. I was like, oh, John's going to be sad he missed this one. <laughs> yeah, and Ash does some real stupid stuff, too. He would have really enjoyed this. Yeah, yeah probably. I think I think John's probably had his uh, Ash doing stupid shit quotient probably for the year. <laughs> There's no such thing. That's true. And, of course, we're doing another Pokemon movie in like two episodes after this. So, yeah, he's uh, he'll be right back in there with it. Oh, good. <laughs> <sighs> I can't wait. <laughs> oh, I know. Me neither. Yeah, you know, I mean, hey, at least so far these have been better than just about everything else we've seen just, you know, ratio-wise anyway. Yeah, they do okay. Yeah. I mean, it's better than most of the, oh, this is pretty bad than what you've seen, so I'll take yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to kill myself when I watch the Pokemon movies, at least. <laughs> yeah. yeah, at least it's just a little bit like, oh, this this kind of thing again. Okay, cool. Yeah, it's like watching the cartoon, like, oh, the heroes are at it again. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, here we go again. Jeez. Oh, All right. Oh, yeah, I and... like that it's for children, too, because it makes them a little bit shorter. Yeah, yeah. Um, we did actually forget to mention what we're, we're watching this weekend. That is uh, Pokemon Heroes Latios and Latias. Um, uh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Real professional. Yeah, without John here, it does feel a little weird. So we're just trying to vamp, I guess, a little more than we normally do. <laughs> Right. <laughs> uh, John, we miss you, buddy. Uh, anyway, uh, let's get on with this thing real quick here. Uh, movie initially released July 13th, 2002 in Japan with a limited theatrical run in the U.S. That started May 16th, 2003 and ended in July. Um, yeah, pretty, very, very abbreviated. <laughs> For good reason. Um, it came out in DVD on uh, January 2004. It rather was a bit of a bomb in the U.S., grossing less than $750,000 over its run. Um, also causing the next Pokemon movie to be a straight-to-video release. It fared much better in Japan, bringing in around $27 million, totaling its box office worldwide, just shy of $28 million. Mm-hmm. To be fair, though, in the U.S., it went up against X-Men 2, The Matrix Reloaded, and Finding Nemo. It was effectively just sent out to die. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, this is like the fourth one, right? Or the fifth, fifth one? Fifth one, yeah, fifth one now, I know. <laughs> They're all starting to mesh together, just a hair. Yeah, it was like not, I mean... We'll talk about where it ranks, but it was not slated for greatness. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Although I did, I did like this, but eh, whatever. I liked it too. Like, well, that's where like my ranking is actually higher than other ones, but unfortunately, coming fifth in the series, hard. Yeah, yeah. Because people at this point see this is where like a lot of people seem to have a, like a lot of um, nostalgia for the Ruby and um, Sapphire games, and I feel like this is like kind of when Pokemania was sort of tapering off a little bit, but then. They, those games sold really well, too, so I, I, it's kind of weird. Like, the the multimedia stuff of it seems to have kind of started falling off at this point, but... Yeah, and potentially because, like, uh, maybe, like, those games were targeted to people who are older now, but they're, like, kind of over the anime series by that point, but they're, like, still into the games, much yeah. like I am now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or much like I was up until a few years ago, and now I'm watching the uh, the show every day with the kids well so, maybe you've yeah. got children so yeah. that's a difference yeah it's a you know it's a i do have to appreciate that there's something that like you know the kids and i can all watch together and i know it's safe for them and i'm still going to enjoy it because there's still a lot of stupid like jokes in there that are pretty funny so well yeah but i mean like who would say i mean i'm not saying that you wouldn't watch it by yourself if you didn't have children but possibly you wouldn't be watching it again by yourself if you didn't have children i would go ahead and say i definitely wouldn't be watching it by myself the 
the thing is, too, is if it wasn't for them, I probably wouldn't have discovered how funny Wobbuffet is. So. Wobbuffet is pretty funny. Yeah. This one has a good, good Wobbuffet scene. No. Uh, just, I wish there was more. Well, I mean, we'll get to it. But it's like, I just wish there was more Team Rocket in this that did something. They were very ineffectual in this movie. They didn't do anything. But I did like when Wobbuffet, like, collapsed their hanging thing. <laughs> yeah, that was very funny. <laughs> just Wobbuffet. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm glad they gave him, like, a moment. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they needed something, so they didn't give them really... Was there any puns at all in this? Um. And the ice cream, you scream, we all scream for ice cream doesn't count. That's, that's it, though. Yeah. Yeah, they didn't, have, they didn't have a lot. Yeah, I didn't even, like, really... I think write down like half of their appearances for the most part. It was kind of like, eh. well, they didn't do they didn't do anything. Like yeah. they didn't do they didn't change the plot line. They they like actually did literally nothing in this movie. Yeah. To be fair, in the second movie, they were ready to sacrifice their lives for the world. So yeah, it's happened a few times now. They they deserved a break. Yeah, yeah. This, yeah, this one they just kind of just became uh, like, oh, they ruined our ice cream. Oh, they ruined our food. You know, it's just like, oh, I'll let them have that. Maybe they're getting smarter there too because they were like, oh, shit's going down. Let's go. <laughs> uh, you know, I don't know about that. I mean, you know, you, you watch them like follow Annie and Oakley for a while and it's like, oh, God, what are you guys doing? No, seriously. <laughs> that was pretty fun. <laughs> yeah. And then the whole thing. Okay, of, we'll get uh, to that. We'll get yeah. to that. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, as the as the show has gone on too, they, I've watched them like, no, they definitely haven't learned a lesson in anything. They're still just as idiotic as they were before. It's their charm. That is very true. So prior to this, did you have any, uh, let's say, knowledge that this movie existed? Um, I had heard the names Latios and Latios. You just said Latios twice. Like, like, <laughs> Latios and Latios, Latios and Latios. There you, there you go. Come on, come on, Vanessa. Um, you were in New Mexico long enough. You should be able to get that inflection down. I know. I'm bad at that. <laughs> Me too. Spanish is my weakness, along with all other languages. <laughs> um, I had, like, heard of them, though. This movie, not exactly, but... Um, I remember, I don't even remember what, what exact, like, game series those two were connected to, but I remember seeing them as, like, the legendaries for whatever. They're in Ruby and Sapphire, then um, Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire, the remakes. Yeah, so I never played those at oh, okay. all. Um, but I do remember hearing, like, seeing their weird little, I didn't realize they had, like, weird little arms. But I remember seeing their general bodies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, I, I don't think I ever put it together that, that they had arms either. It was a little weird. <laughs> Super weird. Yeah. Speaking of super weird, wait till we get to the end of this movie. I got really weirded out super by that. Super weird. Yeah. All right. Uh, before we get to the beginning of this movie, why don't we actually start talking about the uh, beginning of it there? Because, yeah. Anyway. It's uh, a prophecy. Yay. So, well, was it? Kind of. Sort of. Kind well, hold of. on. Hold on. Before that, Brock is introducing Pokemon again. Yeah. I wish they would stop doing that. <laughs> yeah. It's super weird. I read in the trivia, Japan, or in Japan, like... They have the regular narrator doing it, but instead in the American version, we're getting Brock doing it, which fine, I guess, whatever. But I mean, five Pokemon movies in, do we really need to be introduced to what Pokemon are? Again, and anybody that just saw the last one, we just got introduced to Pokemon again in that last one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And That was like a year ago. <laughs> and Brock just introduced uh, Ash as the pride of Palatown again. So at this point, I can, it, Brock. I can only assume he's being facetious, right? Well, I mean, Brock's pretty earnest and he does love his friends. Like, that's like one thing you can guarantee with these movies is they are like all all about friendship. Yeah, but you can you can joke around with your friends, you know, and, you know, nudging him in the ribs or whatever. Yep, you're the pride of Palatown. No, that's really your Pikachu. But Ash thinks he's so great. Poor Ash. He'd be so devastated. (laughs) Ash is too dumb to really uh, realize that. So you um, the most recent episode of the Pokemon show I saw. um, Yeah, Ash comes off as a just complete idiot. 
he is a complete idiot. That's why you can't make fun of him because he wouldn't get it. And he'd be like, oh, thanks, Brock. And Brock would be like, oh, I'm a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, I'm just being mean to this guy who has not anywhere near the faculties of a 10-year-old mentally. Yeah, exactly, right. And then Brock probably is not smart enough to make that joke anyway. He's that's... like not not really a smart guy. Alright, that's true. Yeah, Misty's the smartest one in that group very by by, by, by a mile. Which isn't by far. <laughs> which isn't saying too much about Misty, but you know, I mean when you're surrounded by those two dolts, it's kinda like, yeah, you could you could just be of average intellect at best and be, you know, looked upon as a genius practically. Oh, absolutely. So Alright, um here's where we actually get into the prophecy now. Uh there we go. <laughs> yeah, see, we had to get past that bullshit first. All right. yeah, I guess I, I, like, I didn't even write that down, so I blocked it out of my mind. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so two girls are looking at a book in the library in the middle of the night. Security guard comes in, scares them off. Um, my thought was, hey, it's a library. They could have just borrowed it during business hours, but instead they steal it. So, yeah. Yeah, that was exactly my thought, too. It's like, this is a, like... Do they not understand how libraries work? Yeah, it's like, guys, real smooth. Anyway, um, so they're named, wait for it, Annie and Oakley. Oh, God. Just... I do like that a lot. That Ugh. made me really happy. <laughs> well, that's one of us. And, okay. and, their, and their sunglasses. <laughs> oh, oh, God, yes. Oh, those are, uh, they're something. Anyway, uh, they're after some weapon in a jewel called the Soul Dew that contains the soul of Latios, and it looks like a dewdrop. So very cleverly named, I suppose. Uh, oh, Soul Dew. Dude. I'm thinking Soul Jewel. Like they were saying it where it's just Soul Jewel. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, jeez, Vanessa. <laughs> All right, uh, moving on from them, we go to uh, the Tour de Altomar, a race where water Pokemon drag their trainers along a platform. Effectively, think of it as like a water chariot, which I didn't think of. The announcer mentioned that. I'm like, that's that's a weird thing, I guess, but that makes sense. If you're trying to describe it to somebody. Oh, before we get on to that scene, though, could we just talk <laughs> one for a second about how like, they're like, oh, yeah, we're going to turn on the machine, steal that soul do. Oh, yeah, and then I guess we also have to capture the Pokemon for Giovanni. Yeah, oh, just, just, yeah, it's like, wait, 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 why do you have to capture the Pokemon for Giovanni when you're the one that's going to be turning the machine on? Yeah, exactly, like that, like, they're like, we should just add in that we're also working for Giovanni so people know that we're Team Rocket. Yeah, and fun bit of trivia, they're actually not part of Team Rocket in the Japanese version. They, there's oh. no mention of them being part of Team Rocket. So that's probably what they added in so that, well, I don't know, I have no idea. No yeah, idea. I, it, 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 it works either way, I guess, if you really want to boil it down, but it just, it just seems weird, so... Yeah. And if they were were part of Team Rocket, wouldn't Giovanni have bailed them out of jail? Because, you know, they seem far more competent than Jesse and James are. Well, yeah. And then also, if they weren't part of Team Rocket, would Jesse and James even bother following them? I wonder what the movie like is in Japanese. You know, I, I think it probably followed, um, followed them because, you know, they were probably like looking like they were up to mischief. And they're like, oh, let's follow them and just, uh, uh, you know, basically make good on whatever spoils that they find. Like, oh, we'll t- we'll just steal it from them after they do all the hard work. <laughs> they look more competent than us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, and they are. Jeez, uh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> that's not saying much again. Uh, they're, the, they're the worst criminals in the world who also happen to save the world, like, twice, so... They're good heroes. Yeah. I'll put it that way. Yeah, yeah. Jeez. <laughs> oh, <laughs> all right, so... Ash and Misty are competing in this thing, too. Ash is using Totodile, and again, too bad John doesn't get to see this one, since he kind of a fan of Totodile there. And Misty is using Corsola. Uh, the Christmas tree light are four Natus, followed by a Zatu, which I thought was kind of a cute little touch. One thing I liked about this movie a lot is that there were a lot of Pokemon in it. Yeah, there was a whole bunch of different ones. I think this is one that was sort of happening like as a generational bridge started happening between the second and the third one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it- I liked that a lot. 
Yeah, I so said that to Jim, and he, of course, didn't understand. He just laughed at me. He's like, of course, it's a Pokemon movie. Been a yeah. I'm like, you don't understand, Jim. <laughs> we see a lot of the safety at Pokemon. Why don't you get this? Maybe if you sit down and watch these with me, you'd understand. Right. You don't even know how many times we've seen Zubat. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I am sick of Zubat. God. <laughs> we are all sick of Zubat. <laughs> Thankfully, Zubat evolved finally into Crobat. So that's something. Finally. Yes. All right. Uh, Brock is watching from a bridge. A woman comes up and asks if she minds if she stands there. And thirsty as ever, Brock lets her. Uh, Pikachu falls off a bridge, lands on Ash's face as he's racing, and here's my thing. I don't really see how Corsola is the best choice for fast water movement when she's got, like, a Goldeen, a Staryu, a Starmie. It's like, you're looking at the piece of basically coral, right? It wouldn't be my first choice, that's for sure, but also, yeah. I'm not a water Pokemon master. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she did she did win this thing, so I guess I really can't, uh, yeah. What do we know? <laughs> Anyway, uh, so then we see transparent outlines of Latios and Latias uh, following the racers along. A brief Team Rocket's appearance with uh, no puns. Boo. But they did get splashed, and that was kind of fun. I, I guess. It's just, like, I wanted them to do something. But, yeah, they're just eating spaghetti, and they get water splashed over it, ruining their food. So it's like... Where did they're eating spaghetti? <laughs> well, remember, this, uh, this this town, if you, like, pay attention to it, or, you know, even a little bit, is basically just uh, Venice. Yeah, it's true, with all the canals and such. They even do say, you know, uh, Arrivederci in one part. That's true. So, yeah. So I, I think the spaghetti makes perfect sense there. The ice cream, maybe not so much, but I don't know. Ice cream's good everywhere. That's true. Good point. I mean, it should be gelato then, shouldn't it? It should be gelato. It would yeah. be even better than ice cream anyway. Yeah. It's gelato everywhere. Yeah. See? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, anyway, uh, Totodile takes a quarter too hard and Ash goes flying towards a wall, but either Latios and, or Latias gets between them so he doesn't get hurt. One of them grabs Totodile and starts dragging him along faster. Totodile catches the previous champion and Misty for first place, with Totodile looking as pleased as he can be while he's running on the water. I loved, loved, loved Totodile's face there. <laughs> yeah, that was a really cute scene. He looked so proud of himself. <laughs> yeah, He's like, I'm running so fast, I'm running on water! Look at me go! Look at me go! Look at me sound like Donald Duck too! I'll bet it! <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, geez, can we not sound... That is such a good impression. Thank you. I appreciate that. (laughs) That's like, whoa. A little scary. See, I'm secretly the voice voice of Tojadile. And Donald Duck, apparently. Well, I don't know about that. I can't can't do the actual words, so... (laughs) Anyway, uh, the other lot uh, grabs Tojadile and has him take a wrong turn. So much for being helpful, I guess. But Misty ends up winning the whole thing just by the tiniest bit. Ross congratulates Misty and then offers to show her around Altomar. And, you know, finally, someone seems to be hitting on Misty. Seems like this was like a little like, hey, I'll show you around if you want. And then, of course, um, all, this, all of her friends come too. yeah, it's like, oh, <laughs> great. I meant you just just you, not your stupid friends. Great. Thanks. Wonderful. Oh, God, oh. What, a it, what a waste. Yeah, I know. Missy almost almost there. But anyway, Totodile is apologizing to Ash. Ash lets him know it's OK. Totodile hugs him and says thank you. And again, just reeks of Donald Duck as he's saying it. <laughs> Because normally, like, Pokemon only say their names. It, I swear to God he's saying thank you when he's doing his Donald Duck voice. He might be. They, like, they've started, like, a, they're very, like, liberal, liberal, liberal with what they let this Pokemon <laughs> say these days. <laughs> That's very true. That is that is very true. All right, uh, Ross is showing the crew around, and he explains that Latios and Latias are the protectors of the town, but they've never seen them because the town is always peaceful. Well, we know that's not going to stick, if otherwise we're not going to have much of a movie here. So, yeah. Right. <laughs> Annie and o- seen them, so. <laughs> well, that's true. Yeah, we've seen them, so that's, that's true. Uh, Annie and Oakley are scanning for Latios, and 
Uh, Latias, explaining that they can take the form of a human, but their body temperature is lower, which, okay, sure. Anyway, they think they found one, so they take, uh, or they take off splashing Team Rocket and making them lose their ice cream, a true travesty. Poor Team Rocket. Yeah, yeah, I know. Let's see, they explain that Annie and Oakley are spies for Giovanni and agree they should follow them. Jesse says they owe her a chocolate chip mint anyway. Wobba Fett pops up, and without missing a beat, Jesse puts out his Pokeball and puts him back in it. Shut up your mouth. I do talking here. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Wabo Fett. Poor Wabo. <laughs> Poor Wabo. <laughs> I'm just going to ice cream. <laughs> yeah, that's all. He's just like, he's like, oh, Wabo Fett. <laughs> <laughs> I am making so much work for myself. I keep talking about Wabo Fett. And I'm going to have to just keep dropping in sound, sound clips of him now. <laughs> He's, it's like a very cute sound, though. So at least he just like put Wabba Fett in the background of every scene, like yeah. just on repeat. Wabba wabba wabba. <laughs> yeah, I do love that stupid Pokemon. Anyway, a girl turns on a water pump so Pikachu can take a drink and rinse off. Ash comes to grab him, and the girl circles him and then runs off, which I thought was kind of weird at first. It's like okay, so yeah, I mean she is really weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like you know you've been around humans for a very long time. Shouldn't you at least be able to pretend like you're one at a decent clip? Not oh, this is what people do. They circle around people to check them out and then run away and then her hair <laughs> except we find out the person she's copying has the same haircut so yeah that's a choice right like... yeah that's i don't know anyway <laughs> if, not, if not for that haircut i bet you Addie and oakley wouldn't have uh, realized that she was a pokemon that is very true yeah i mean it's very it's a strange strange choice it's like if you could make yourself look like anybody what did you do that just with a better haircut no all right but i guess when you don't have hair you don't really know what's a dumb haircut Ooh, yeah so that's like a weird thought too right like what does her hair feel like is it hair or Ooh. does it feel like weird pokemon body like a stiff limb hoof it's a that's kind of a horrifying thought, Vanessa. I don't know if I really want to have that thought anymore. Yeah, let's move on. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right. Uh, so creepy real fast. Yeah, yeah. Things got weird. All right. So they shrug it off and Pikachu goes back to showering. Annie and Oakley are following her, explaining it's Latias. They send out Ariados and Espeon to fight her so they can catch her. Pikachu senses something is wrong, so he runs off to help them. Oh, Pikachu's so amazing. Oh, He's so cute. God. He's like definitely the best part of all these movies ever. Uh, oh, for sure. Yeah. Oh, uh, you know, I think I think Wobbuffet's fits a close second for me, but you know, again, that's just me. So uh, that's they, fine. <laughs> <laughs> they have Espeon shock Ash, and then um, Espeon goes back into the boat with them. Ash and Pikachu or Ash has Pikachu shock them, and they run off. Latios starts to lead them, and they see Misty and Brock. Ash turns around to talk to Latios or Latias, but she's vanished. So yeah, that was like quite a bold move too, like shocking them in the boat in the water, like. Dude. Yeah, that could have that could have that could have that, that done some serious damage, you know. And Ash did not give a damn. <laughs> well, you do remember? I think it was at the beginning of the last movie uh, or the last Pokemon movie. Um, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I remember like he was all the trainer was all wet, and Pikachu shocked both of them. Like you know, at least at the very least, causing some like heart murmur with that kid for the rest of his life. I know, right? Like he doesn't even care about people's health or safety. I think he's too dumb and doesn't realize it, you know. So because you got to remember, Pikachu, but Pikachu should know better, though. Pikachu is the smartest person in this entire series. But, but Pikachu listens to Ash despite his better judgment. But he doesn't have to. No, but he does. So he does. That's yeah, true. See, that's he's true. A, he's a good Pokemon. He's 
Not a, ugh, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, Ashley the gang are checking out the museum. I guess that was a museum they um, that Annie and Oakley robbed earlier. So never mind about the whole borrowing the book from the library thing. Honestly, those people are pretty nice though. If they like were nice enough to that old man, they could have been like, "Hey, can we borrow this book? We're really interested in this town's history." And he would be like, "Oh my gosh, thank you for being interested. Do you want a tour? Do you want to go see my jewel?" <laughs> no, I don't. No, I don't. You're coming anyway. <laughs> ah, shit. Okay, fine. <laughs> Uh, speaking of that old man, uh, this tour guide explains that the Aerodactyl and Kabutops uh, bones that they saw earlier were Pokemon who were attacking Altamar, but Latios came and flooded the streets, drowning the evil Pokemon. It's a little biblical going on there, but uh, yeah. Ash sees what he thinks is the same girl, so he goes running off with Pikachu to find her. Ash finally catches up with her, asks why she disappeared earlier, and the girl says she doesn't know him and walks off. They end up losing her, but find the girl on the bridge, and she has Ash and Pikachu follow her. The girl seems to walk through a wall. Pikachu and Ash follow her through, and it leads to like this really like serene, beautiful park with like really like nice music going throughout this whole scene. That warp portal was pretty weird, though. Yeah, it was. Like, I'm not 100 percent <laughs> sure like what the point of that was. I think it could have just been like obviously people can get into the garden, so it seems like a point. Like it could have been a gate. <laughs> yeah, just like hey, why don't you just lock it down with a gate? Because gates seem to stop everybody else in this town later. So. Well, I know, and then also like I mean. It, it's like like not like there's not other entrances to the garden. Yeah, if this was like the one and only way you could get in, fine. I, I guess I could see that, but it's just like you know, there's also an open open sky to this thing, so you can literally just like climb over a wall and get there. And like it sounds, it looks like to me like people just like walk. There's like obviously the door because not everybody goes to that portal portal, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I think I think it's how uh, Lorenzo and Bianca end up going through there. They go through a door basically, but. Right. And then later, oh, Annie and Oakley, like, I'm sure they weren't like, oh, look, the portal is over there. Let's use that portal. They yeah. probably just used a door. Yeah, I don't I don't get it. Maybe it's just a shortcut. Maybe we're thinking too hard on this. Uh, yeah, let's move on. Yeah, there we <laughs> go. <too> hard. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the wind picks up and Latios, still transparent, swoops at them. Uh, Latios swo- swoops back at them after knocking Pikachu back. And then Latios in human form stands between them. Now visible, Ash recognizes Latios as the guardian of Altomar. The girl Ash saw at the museum shows up, and just before she has Latios attack him again, the museum tour guide, who's the museum curator, Lorenzo, shows up and stops her. He asks if Latios wants to play with her new friend. They go on a swing. Ash says he thought Latios was the name of a Pokemon, and then she changes into her Pokemon form, scaring the shit out of him, and he falls right off the swing. (laughs) I would be scared, too. And then, like, this giant bird monster, well, they're all monsters, this giant bird creature is like... Wants to love him a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I think these are just like kids, basically, like effectively like kid versions of Pokemon. So they're just very playful. They're so playful. These oh, are actually, yeah. I actually really like Latios, Latios, because they're so like adorable. I did a little uh, like Twitter searching on this movie to see like if I can come up with anybody that I thought might be you know willing to guest on this episode with us. And apparently, there is a big like fan base for this movie too. And nobody wanted to be our guest. Well, no, nobody, <laughs> nobody that I saw. Let, let, let's say I, there weren't people talking about it. They think would be good on a podcast. So just because the you're fans a, of this movie, yeah, just because you're a fan of something doesn't mean you should be invited to talk about it. That's true. So yeah, uh, I mean, you know, there are probably plenty of people who are fans of some of the things we've covered, and I'm like, I don't, you know, yeah, anyway. Honestly, most of the time when I watch these movies, I'm like, I shouldn't be talking about this. <laughs> That's okay. It, you know, it works out. We we need we need a bit of a foil sometimes. You know what I mean? Right. We need somebody to be a little bit confused and to <laughs> ask questions. <laughs> See, you you are the uh, surrogate for the for the audience, basically, in a lot of these. Exactly. If the See? audience had no idea what's going on ever and needed you guys to explain it to me. <laughs> <laughs> to the audience, not you. 
Sorry, to the audience. Right, right, right. Not me. I, I, I know what's going on. Always. Yeah, yeah. This is a character Vanessa's playing. Not, yeah, not, Thanks. not what's really going on. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Anyway, let's see. Uh, the girl's name is Bianca and is Lorenzo's granddaughter. And she explains that her and Latias are best friends. So Latias changes into her a lot, which, okay. <laughs> right. So I wonder if Latias is going to change into Ash at some point now that she's like his BFF a little bit. Maybe, except maybe it's because she's a girl. Because Latias is a girl. So but it shouldn't it shouldn't matter though, right? No, it doesn't. But or it shouldn't. But maybe that's maybe she just prefers to change it to girls. I don't know. Wouldn't that be weird if later one day Ash came back and he's like, "Oh, <laughs> your new form is me." <laughs> <laughs> it's like <laughs> I weirded out by this. Yeah, I need to go now. <laughs> uh, you know what he would probably do is probably sit there and like you know turn his hat backwards, charge, and think it's a mirror or something like that. Oh, he's so stupid. Yeah, I was gonna say he's 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 not a bright one, so. <laughs> He's not. All right, Latios does something called sight sharing, allowing them to see what Latios sees as it swims underwater, which seems like a pretty dumb scene until it plays out with some sort of point later. So I was just like, well, clearly this is, I was like thinking like, oh, I don't really need to put this in the notes because it's a, seems like a throwaway scene, but then you give it more than half a second of thought and you realize, oh, this is going to come into play in the movie later, of course. Oh yeah, it's pretty yeah. important later. Yeah. And the music of the scene is like so poppy. Yeah, well, I mean, it's a it's a J-pop song for sure. Like you listen to it singing, and you're like, oh, that's Japanese. They're okay. Oh yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's not a very good J-pop song either. Granted, most of the songs that have been in these things have not been great. This one, I think, so far is doing an okay. Yeah, yeah, job. I, yeah. I think the the first movie had the better music out of all yeah. of them, but yeah, this one's okay, I guess. Well, in the first movie, they didn't have to like you know they could just be like, oh, we're just going to use the theme music, and then they're like, oh, I guess we should make remixes. Of everything. Yeah. You know, I think this is another, like, little bit of trivia that I found out about this thing was they didn't, this is like the first movie they didn't actually use, like, a remix of one of the theme songs or something like that. They just used, like, the straight theme song from that season. I'm so proud of them. Yeah. It's like, yeah, you guys can just use that. I mean, granted, it's clearly not that memorable because I didn't even notice it. So, yeah. No, it wasn't, it wasn't very good. It, It is very hard to, like, really beat that first season theme song, so... It is. All right, let's see. Let's move on here. The tour guide explains that Latios died saving the town, meaning the Latios and Latias we are seeing here are his children. The tour guide shows Ash where the soul zoo is and explains it holds the power to destroy the whole town and its location must be kept secret. Cool. So go ahead and uh, show it to a 10-year-old that you just met five minutes ago. Good job. Right. It's here in this unguarded pool. Yeah. In, it's this, like, in this little garden with this gate over here that anyone can walk into. Yeah. Wouldn't you like seal that off at least with like some bricks or something like that? I mean, make it a little inaccessible. Or like hide it under a rock or something. I don't know. Well, it needs like to be something. in the water, I guess, to keep the... But you can put like a little pile of rocks on top of it. Well, that's what I mean. Like seal it off with like some bricks or something like that on top of it. Put, yeah. I don't know, put a gate on top of it. Anything. Yeah. Anything. Something would be good. I mean, I don't know. Even put like a piece of cardboard on top. So at least there's some sort of resistance to getting the damn thing. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, you guys aren't even trying. It's not even deep enough that you have to like dive. Yeah. It's like, you don't, I don't even think you need to get elbow deep into the water to get it. Yeah. Those ladies got it out real fast. <laughs> yeah. It's like, okay, come on. Really? Ugh, all right. Ash explains he has to get back to his friends and Latia seems really sad about it, which I thought was kind of a cute scene. I, that was cute. I, I, I do think Latios and well, Latios in particular is very cute. So, I like the little noises. Uh, that was little, my good impression. That was wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> another little odd bit here with that is um, Latios and Latias in Japanese had two different voice actors or voice actresses who did their voices. 
And in the American version, they just use the Japanese voice actress uh, Megumi Hayashibara, who's kind of a really big like anime person for like the mm, say mid '90s until like the mid 2000s or so. Um, they use her as Latias to also do Latios's voices or voice or sounds or whatever. So kind of kind of strange. I'm like, so you took the time to cut out Latios's track and then just dub over it with Latios's track. That's seems like more work than it needed to be. And it probably was like a price thing. She's like, I'll do it for both for cheaper than you give him. Probably. <laughs> I mean, she wasn't like everything in this era. I mean, you you could almost not spit at it in the general direction of an anime store and not hit a DVD with uh, Megumi Hayashibara doing a voice. So, mm-hmm. yeah. All right. Anyway, <laughs> Ash tells Bianca about Annie and Oakley chasing Latias earlier. Speaking of them, they're running around on top of the rooftops and Team Rocket tries desperately to keep up with them. They biff it, land on a metal pole, and Wobbuffet pops out on top of them, does his salute, and the pole snaps. <laughs> Wobbuffet! See, that was a good scene. That was okay. My favorite part of that was they didn't even get through their Team Rockets blasting off again before smashing into the round. God damn it, Wobbuffet. excellent. I love that so much. I, Team I, Rockets blast it! Okay, I just blast it, boom! And just, yeah, I, I very much, like, had to stifle a blurt laugh as this happened because, of, you know, it was like 4 o'clock in the morning and I didn't want to wake up anybody while I was watching this. <laughs> I was like, oh, I nearly woke up my whole family just because I thought this was stupid. Okay, oh, good job, Jason. Anyway. <laughs> so, Espeon shows back up, knocks Lorenzo out. They go back to the park. Uh, Latios sees them, or senses them, and attacks them. Latios wakes up, and they both turn invisible. Annie and Oakley put on sunglasses that lets them see them while they're invisible, which, okay, sure. Yeah, right, yeah, whatever. Yeah, it's just, it, it, yeah, it works for the movie. Uh, they attack both of them. They capture Latios in a net and attack Latios and then Latios dives in front of them to stop them. I'm trying very hard to make sure I enunciate which, uh, lot it is because if you just kind of say it very quickly, you can get very confused as to which Latios or Latios is getting used at the moment. So. Right. You just call them, um, blue and red yeah i probably but should have just done that the viewers would never know our listeners would never know what that means <laughs> yeah yeah well you know i guess we could have established that at the beginning that probably would have saved us i mean you know we, we we have gone through movies and called people by other character names so that's true yeah because they never say who they are um also i thought it was interesting again just like every other pokemon movie they're like instead of using a pokeball which is made for capturing pokemon they're like let's use this magic net <laughs> i do wonder if pokeballs are some sort of thing of like at least the Pokemon's got to be semi-receptive to being caught, and maybe these two are just like, no, absolutely, I do not want to be caught. I don't know. In the game, says Pokemon fight me a lot. They don't <laughs> seem very interested in getting into my Pokeball. Well, but see, you, you beat them up, and then you keep throwing Pokeballs at them, and they're like, eventually, like, oh, this guy's really determined to to take me and make him... I, wa- I want to be his friend. <laughs> yes, see, that's what it is, yeah. Uh, Angelia, my, my daughter, uh, and I were talking the other day, and I said, you know, if you think about it, the world of, world of Pokemon is very strange, because in what world do the things you beat up in the wild and then throw a ball at become your friends? Right. I mean... Yeah, it would be like, you know, um, you know, you you beating me into the ground and then throwing like a muffin at me and then be like, here, we're friends now. <laughs> it's like, OK, well, the muffin makes it better, though. Like, at least the muffin like is something good. How about a stale muffin and you throw it at my head? Um, Yeah, like a rock, maybe. What if I throw a rock at you? OK, well, I wouldn't appreciate that either. <laughs> so, yeah. Like, so what world does this theory work? Apparently the world of Pokemon. But yeah, Pokemon's a weird place. <laughs> yeah. 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 My daughter's starting to like think a little bit more critically about stuff like that. And she's like, that doesn't make a whole lot of sense. That's a daddy. I'm like, no, it really doesn't. But just go no, with don't, it. Don't think about too hard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just just have fun with it. Don't worry about it, kid. 
don't have uh, any like existential crises about Pokemon. Okay, it's it's okay. <laughs> All right, don't overthink it. <laughs> All right. Uh, so Latias tries to fly off, but they end up hurting her, and then she gets to fly off. Annie and Oakley get the Soul Dew. They find out um, that using the jewel in the town's defense mechanism will dry up all the water and destroy the gem as well. So, Latias is flying back looking for Ash. Lorenzo and Bianca see the Soul Dew is missing and head back to the museum. Annie and Oakley put Latios it uh, or on the machine, in the machine, something like that. I don't know, whatever. Mm. Kind of something. both. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> in, on, or around. Uh, Lorenzo and Bianca show up. Espion knocks them out. And then Annie and Oakley put the gem in the machine. Latias finds Ash, turns into her human form, wakes him up. And then Ash explains to Missy and Brock that she's actually Latias and then transforms back into Latias. It's just... Whole lot of well, my, favorite thing, my favorite thing about this scene is that Ash is like, Bianca! And it's like, why would Bianca just appear in your room, Ash? Why do you think this would be Bianca and not the Pokemon who can just, like, fly? It's it's Ash. <laughs> He's so stupid. <laughs> he is. He's just so earnest and, like, rock-headed. It's just like, oh, God, man. God, God love you. Oh, he's so stupid. I know. All right. Uh, Bianca comes uh, to and tries to get uh, Latios to wake up so she can... Uh, so he can sight share, so Latias knows what's happening. Ash, Brock, and Misty see what's going on. Annie or Oakley, I don't know which one it was at this point, get in the machine, resurrect Aerodactyl and Kabutops, and tells them to go get um, Latias. It's, it's Oakley. Was it? Yep. Okay, I'll Not take your word matters. for it. Okay, I'll take your Oakley. word for it. Here's a question. Sure. Well, why do they want to make this machine start anyway? Like, what's their... I have like, no idea. Like, it can idea. only do anything to the town, right? Like, it's not like it's going to be able to do anything else. I. But they said they can control the world with it later, right? How would they do that, though? I don't know. Maybe it controls the water supply of the world somehow? Lugia controls the water supply of the world. All right, then. Well, <laughs> theory busted. I have no idea. <laughs> All right. We won't worry about it too much. You know, that, that, that was one of my complaints with the movie. The whole plot of that makes zero to no, like, no sense at all. Yeah, right. If you think about anything past exactly what's happening at the moment, it doesn't really make too much sense. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, okay, well, that's fine. Anyway, uh, she puts the city on lockdown, which, again, is just a bunch of gates going around, like really intricate but, but gates. Like, serious gates, yeah. Serious lockdown for such a little itty-bitty city that doesn't do anything. Yeah, it's like, why does this have to happen? I do wonder if these like gates were implemented when uh, like Aerodactyl and Kabutops were terrorizing this place originally. Mm, and this was to keep sense. the citizens safe. So, so it wasn't like locked down to keep you in. It was locked down to keep Aerodactyl from eating you. Yeah, there you go. He's or, huge. I didn't realize how big he was. I, I well, Kabutops. I don't think is that is that big either. So I think these are just sort of exaggerated ones, maybe. Mm, okay, so they're just like special magical giant fossil Pokemon. Or it's like when you uh, play Pokemon Go and you get one that's an XL, basically. It's super massive or something to that effect. Yeah, I don't know. They're just <laughs> bigger than the average versions of these yeah and i also wouldn't want to get cut in half by kabutops that that's yeah, like yeah they, they they picked good villainous fossils yeah yeah not, not very nice pokemon so yeah. anyway uh let's see let's see guys ash and pikachu to the museum so they can help uh ash is what would you call that like steering pedaling um pulling pulling oh let's go with pulling i'll go with pulling <laughs> Uh, Aerodactyl swoops in and grabs Latias, Ash, Ernest, and stupid as ever, jumps onto the Aerodactyl, and then has Pikachu shock them, (laughs) which allows Latias to break free, uh, and all I can say is, it's a good thing Ash has built up some resistance to Pikachu shocking him all the time. Right. I I think a normal human would probably die from getting electrocuted as frequently as Ash gets electrocuted by that damn Pikachu of his. Maybe that's why he says, maybe he was, like, really smart before, (laughs) before he... 
met Pikachu. <laughs> no, no. If you watch the first episode, no, no. Yeah, he's a, he's a dumbass always. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, Pikachu may have, like, at least shocked some sense into him. Pikachu's definitely his better half. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> that's for sure. Oh, let's see. Aerodactyl destroys the gondola, knocks Ash unconscious, Latias saves him, and then they use one of the chariots to have Latias drag them so they can escape Aerodactyl. Brock is trying to bend the gates open, but with no luck. Of course, so no luck, stupid. you dumbass. Uh, they're trying to get Ash his Pokemon so they can help, and so they instead they send their Corsola, Crobat, and Polito to help him. Um, but here's the thing. Why not, why not throw out Onyx and Geodude to bend open the bars? Um, they're not thinkers, <laughs> yeah. really. <laughs> but they thought enough to send their other Pokemon out to help. I'm like, come well, on. Well, they were thinking, like, what water-type Pokemon or Pokemon that can resist water can help Ash where he is, not what can help them where they are. Yeah, yeah. And funnily enough, they you never actually see any of a Ash's Pokemon, do you? Only Totodile. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, so they, they went all this way to get Ash's Pokemon and then never actually get him his Pokemon. Or never well, actually use him. So, I mean, that's Ash for you. It just doesn't think, so. What's that frog one's name again? Politoed? Politoed. Yeah. No. That frog one is Politoed? Yeah. He evolves from a poly? Yeah, if you, give, if you give him a, I believe, a kingstone, he evolves from a, whatever the second form of the poly thing is. That's yeah. crazy. That's yeah. like, I can't even imagine that. <laughs> yeah, it's it's weird. Yeah. See, when I was like rediscovering all the, or more or less discovering all these Pokemon when I started playing X and Y, like ooh, three and a half years ago when I was out with my hip surgery, I found that um I was having a really hard time like, wait, this turns into this and that turns into that? I'm super confused. Yeah, that's crazy. Well, Politoed, well, I guess like, if the one, now that I've looked him up online, I can see his like whirl. <laughs> yeah, it's still, it's like, you know, you have these like blue ones and then it turns green in one evolution. So it's like, okay doesn't make a whole lot of sense but yeah i guess we shouldn't think about it too hard so yeah again let's not think about it too much <sighs> all right kabutops tries to slash ash as he's surfing behind matias and then crobat flies into kabutops and then polytoed corsola and pikachu knock it out oakley the one in the machine sends a giant pillar see it there i got it there so <laughs> <laughs> sends a giant pillar of water to flood the town ash is trapped in the water but latio sends out some sort of blast to free them the machine starts freaking that, out. That was like quite the scene, wasn't it, too, though? Like, she she was actually going to kill them. Yeah, she was going to drown Ash. Ash was very near drowning. Like, this movie gets a little dark. Darker than some of the other movies, I think. I don't I don't know. The second one, they nearly ended the whole world. Um, That's true. And the first one, Ash died. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, these movies <laughs> okay, are just... Just kidding. <laughs> yeah, and then remember, like, Selby died and they resurrected it. Oh, Celebi. Yeah, I do yeah. remember. Okay, so they're all the same. <laughs> yeah, they're all pretty dark. And then and then the anti was the dream lion who had the girl whose father, like, disappeared into the unknown thing or whatever, and she just wanted her, her parents just, back. Just fine somewhere else. <laughs> just chilling somewhere else, being a bitch, because, yeah, it's just like, oh, no, 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 don't come back and take care of your kid wherever you were. Well, right, especially when you see on the news that, like, oh, that's my daughter in the ice castle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, she's kidnapping people to take take my place. Okay. <laughs> I'll just stay where I am. Yeah, it's like, nah, I'm good, I'm good. Oh, jeez. All right, so the machine starts freaking out. Ash runs into the museum. Pikachu knocks Annie and Espeon out. They free Lorenzo and Bianca. Latias is trying to free Latios, but nothing seems to be working. Latias breaks through. Ash, Bianca, and Lorenzo pull Latios free. Wait, wait, you forget, though, at this point when they're still trying to free Latios... Ash is like, I'm going to run into the orb of death <laughs> a few times. <laughs> oh, that's right. It was a few times. Huh? I was like, I could kind of understand once. But, but yeah. like, you did it like three times. Yeah. 
Ash is just a fucking idiot. <laughs> oh, he's so stupid. He didn't have a hat to turn around, though. That I, I, was kind I'm, of a bummer. I'm very upset about that. He doesn't seem to be doing that as much anymore. Probably because people were making fun of him. <laughs> he's like, yeah, he's like, oh, come on, guys. Yeah, Misty was probably like, Ash, you realize that every single time you run and you do something stupid, you turn your hat around? He's like, fine, I'm just not going to wear a hat. Yeah. It's like, I'll, I'll, it's like, it's a nervous tick. I'm sorry. <laughs> I can't help it. I really can't help it. Uh, don't make fun of me, Misty. That's mean. Uh. Stupid Ash. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. Uh, Annie wakes up Oakley and then they go running off. Annie goes to grab the soul dew, but it's turned black. When Annie touches it, the machine freaks out again and all the water in the city starts flowing out very quickly. The water starts coming back in a tidal wave form, which uh, clearly a giant, not, not giant, good. giant one. <laughs> yeah, not good. <laughs> just just for like a sense of scale. The ocean had basically moved up enough that it had sort of like swallowed up this like what was like a three or four story house you could see. And as this tidal wave is coming back, it barely is destroyed by the base of this tidal wave. Yeah, that was an intense tidal wave. Yeah, just to give you like a sense of scale, how big of a tidal wave we're talking. It's like, oh, this is going to destroy this town. Jeez. So the water starts coming back in a tidal wave form and Latios and Latias, I have to go stop it. They turn into a ball of light, breaking up the wave and letting the water flow back slowly so it doesn't wipe out the city. Still going in rather quickly, though. You know, if you're standing there, you're probably going to get swept up in it as uh, poor Team Rocket finds out in a second. Poor Team Rocket. I know. Uh, Latios is glowing and says goodbye to Latias, sacrificing himself to save the city. The lockdown lifts. That was very sad. Oh, jeez. Yes, yes, yes. I, that was the thing I saw most online was a lot of people like, oh my god. Just like every time they see Latios and Latias, they like kind of like, oh god, that scene broke my heart. I'm like, yeah, I could. It's devastating. You know, probably, I don't know, like based on what I know about like animal siblings, Latias probably died later of sadness. Although you see Latias flying later. But she probably died later after we left. Oh, Okay. Well, hold on. We'll, hold on. We'll get there. Did you did you not watch like any of the the closing credit sequence there? I never watch any of the closing credit oh. sequence because I'm so tired of these movies. <laughs> <laughs> Vanessa, this one is like an hour and ten minutes. Come on. Any, anything important that happens in those credits, you and John will tell me about. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Uh, <laughs> yes, that's right. You do have to play as the uh, as the audience's foil. So exactly, and they weren't going to stay for these credits. <laughs> They're gone. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very good point. Uh, the lockdown lifts, the water comes back, Aerodactyl and Kabutops return to their fossils, and everything seems back to normal. Annie and Oakley are still stuck in the machine, so um, there's a slow death for them. Yeah, that's going to be a huge bummer. Yeah, they're just going to turn into fossils ba- themselves, basically, in that thing, and whoever opens <laughs> that thing in the future is just going to be like, oh, God, there were people. Yeah, you better hope that like Lorenzo and Bianca like aren't going on vacation after this. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. All right, so a Mantine and two Chinchows bring Latios uh, to Ash and the crew. Bianca asks where Latios is, and Latios points at the light. Lorenzo explains that Latios gave his life to save the city. Latios' eyes start glowing, and we get one more sight-sharing scene. It turns out to be Latios' view of the Earth as he pulls away from it, which is very, very sad and depressing. It's so sad. Uh, let's see, another Soul Dew gem lands in Bianca's hands, and she puts it back where the first one was. So the spirit of Latios basically uh, came, or different Latios this time came back to protect the city again. So still kind of sweet, but sad. So, yeah. Poor Latios. And she'll probably live to be forever, right? So she's going to be like that, um, you know, like in Indiana Jones, the third one, where that guy is just guarding the cup forever. And That's like Latias' life now. Oh, God, poor Latias. <laughs> Oh, all right. As Ash, Misty, and Brock are leaving, they say goodbye to Lorenzo. Uh, Bianca isn't there, but the camera goes to her room, showing her paintings with one just off the easel and her hat hanging from it. Bianca is running after them with something in her hand, and the boat pulls over. Ash gets out, meets her, takes the picture, and Bianca kisses him on the cheek without saying a word. 
So it, what? She wasn't wearing a hat, and I think didn't it was say definitely Latias. Do you? Okay. So yeah, I mean, she would have said something. She's like a like like Bianca has never been shy about speaking. That's for sure. So my theory is maybe Bianca did get a little did, did develop a little bit of a crush on on Ash and thought she could get away with this more easily if she sort of pretended to be Latias. I like that description better. Let's go with that. Okay, okay. Yeah, because otherwise <laughs> other, otherwise, Ash is getting macked on by a Pokemon. <laughs> right, a little weird. Yeah. Probably like, yeah, I think let's go with that. <laughs> okay, yeah, we'll just go with that. Uh, Canada established. We're going to go ahead and say that. Anyway, uh, Brock loses his shit that Ash got a kiss. Uh, the picture is of Ash and Pikachu. And as they're riding off in the boat, Ash looks up and sees a Latios, or a Latias and two Latioses, I guess that's how you would say it, phasing in and out of being transparent flying overhead. So there was two more... There's two more of them. That's good. Latias won't always be so lonely. See? So it was okay. So I guess it's, yeah. Except I don't know where those two came from. So I'm a little confused. Where were, yeah, where were they? Why didn't they help out earlier? Yeah, it's kind of strange. I don't, but these were another discrepancy between the Japanese and American version. In the Japanese version, the Latios that saved the city originally was an ancestor, not their father. So it's kind of like, where are these things coming from? They're, they seem to be everywhere for a legendary pokemon there seems to be an awful fucking lot of them you know in all these movies it finally it, well it took me to, to watch these movies in this turn to realize that like there was more than one legendary pokemon of each type in existence and in these lands <laughs> i just assumed that there was just one <laughs> that was my thought too so i do wonder oh, if good. it's like that makes me feel better <laughs> I, I do wonder if there's like a difference between legendary and mythical and how many there are, because like mythical or like Mew, Celebi, except there's more than one Celebi too. So never mind. God right. damn. Okay. You know what? Never mind. Let's just move on. Fuck. I think only for a fact, we know there's just one Mewtwo. Yeah. Cause but who knows about the other ones? That's true. Except the, except the, like the six or seven Mewtwo's I have in my, uh, my Pokemon bank. Well, that doesn't count because that's, I don't know. Yeah, that doesn't count. Okay. <laughs> All right. So Annie and Oakley end up getting out and are looking at a uh, book in prison. So, yeah, they did get out. So this is something you missed in the credit sequence then. Oh, uh, good. They live. They yeah. live. That's great. <laughs> and it's clearly it's clear that they're in prison because they're wearing the black and white uh, striped prison uniforms. And what are they looking at in the book? It's the Flying Fortress from Pokemon 2000. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I guess I should probably go watch the credits again then. <laughs> and the other thing you missed is Team Rocket is back in the Magikarp sub. Watching Ash and uh, Brock and Misty, Wobbuffet pops up, scares them off the pedals, and the sub starts rocking. Sinking again. And and that's the end. At least they got like a little more screen time. Yeah, at least Wobbo got a little got a Wobbuffet actually had more to do in this movie than Team Rocket did. And more important, more meaningful stuff. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Just if nothing else, just the comic foil of of the movie. So. All right, so let's go ahead and let's uh, look at the let's look at the ranking here. Where are you thinking? Um, I definitely liked it better than Pokemon Forever. Okay, me too. I didn't didn't love that one that much actually, except for the Celebes. <laughs> yeah, John's John's little thing, Celebes thing was pretty good, but Celebes um, is very cute too. So Celebes is super cute. I think that these guys are cuter, except for their weird hands. Yeah. Um, I kind of think I liked it better than Pokemon the first movie. That one's hard because I love Pokemon the first movie. Uh, I yeah. like Pokemon the movie 2000 more than this movie. Okay. For sure. Okay. Well, then let's go with that. I, I, I think between uh, Pokemon the movie 2000 and Pokemon the first movie is about... I was thinking maybe... Yeah, I was thinking about there anyway. So, somewhere in okay. that. 
Yeah, it's kind of weird. We're, we're we're really just kind of bundling most of the Pokemon movies up together. <laughs> well, I mean, like, if you look at it, though, right? Because it's definitely not better than Street Fighter. And I think it's definitely better than Super Mario Bros. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's very true. That that's very our, true. our little Pokemon cluster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, they're better than these for the most part. Yeah, really. The only, So, so far, the worst one we've seen is Pokemon Forever. That's still number 11. So still pretty good. Still better than half. <laughs> All right. Well, since John's not here, I will congratulate Pokemon Heroes as the seventh best movie of, uh, or video game movie of all time as of July 13th, 2002. Congratulations, Pokemon Heroes. Yay. Uh, all in all, just an adorable little movie, as most of these Pokemon movies are. So I guess we'll have another one to watch in uh, two episodes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I believe I did find a podcast where they are watching all of the Pokemon movies, and I'm like, you guys, you, you, you don't even understand like what we're going through here. Mm-mm. It's rough. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh man, it, it's it's bad that we're looking forward to all of these Pokemon movies. They probably saw, oh, let's let's talk about the Pokemon movies, and that will be a fun project to do where we can like look how bad these things are, not thinking that there was a podcast where we're watching every single video game movie ever made and comparing it to that, and we're like, oh, thank God we're doing a Pokemon movie this week. I needed a break. <laughs> Oh, I know. That's why we're doing all 16 of them, right? Yeah, I think it's more than 16 at this point. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> but one of them is Detective Pikachu. Yes, exactly. One of the finest. I, I guarantee you that is going to be very high up on that list. Except it got real weird at the end. I, th- all the Pokemon movies get weird at the end. Yeah, that's true. They all get <laughs> real weird at the end. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we, I mean, you know, we potentially had a, uh, had a legendary Pokemon kissing Ash, so, in this one. Yeah, that's true. Anyway, <laughs> that's enough weird fan theories here. So anyway, uh, that has been this episode of Multimedia Failure. Next episode, we will be watching Sakura Wars, the movie, and that will be with special guest Josh Carpenter from RP Gamer. Um, if you are a fan of the site and everything we've done for a while, which you should be because, dear God, I can't believe you've made it. Well, Vanessa, what episode are we on now? 28? Uh, 28. Yeah, I can't believe, you would listen, can't believe you would have listened to 28 episodes of this thing and not have a, been a fan. But you would have heard him before on the... Tactics Ogre uh, Game Club that we did uh, back in August of last year. So, yeah, I'm getting that up back up. Don't worry. Hey, <laughs> anyway, if you want to support everything we do on this site, you can go to patreon.com slash gamesandjunk. Over there, uh, for $5 a month, you will get a shout-out on the show, much like I'm going to do to uh, Gustav, Alex Messenger, and you and John. Oh, I guess mm-hmm. I could, since John's not here, John Lucero as well. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. It's awkward right now. It's just awkward with you. Anyway... <laughs> So you can do that. Uh, you get a shout out. You'll get the bonus segment we do on Multimedia Failure at the end of every episode. You also get the bonus episodes of Rock Out With Your Card Out, a video game music podcast I do. You also get a catch-all feed for all of the podcasts and get them in better quality audio, which for this podcast, you know, sometimes all you get is, uh, you know, hearing Waba Fett sound better. So <laughs> there's that. I, I, I say for that alone, that's worth it, but whatever. <laughs> and as usual, you can follow us on Twitter at Multimedia Fail. You can follow me at Jason Ariola, and you can follow Vanessa at Vicarious Rock. And, you know, John's not here, but let's go ahead and plug him anyway. You can follow John at John Lucero 777. John will be back in two episodes. And that, uh, Vanessa, what are we doing in two episodes? Let's see. That is Pokemon Jirachi Wishmaker. Oh, no. Another one? So yep. soon? Yes. <laughs> yes, I yep. know. <laughs> yep. That's it. <laughs> and then after that, guess what? You're taking over hosting duties for that episode, because that is Laura Croft, Tomb Raider, The Cradle of Life. I'm on it. All right. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, because as I said on the last episode with that movie, I cannot. I cannot do that again. My superpower is typing fast, so it's going to be okay. Good. Good. I, you know, honestly, I don't care. I, I don't, I don't want to do the notes for that one, because, oh, I nearly killed myself with that first one. 
It was real bad. The only joy I found in that was uh, referring to, uh, you know, the the two characters as Jorah and Bond. Throughout, I'm going to continue to refer to Jorah as Jorah every single time I see him. I I have an unfortunate uh, theory: we're never going to see him again in a video game movie. <laughs> so, um, unfortunately, he's in like all the Resident Evil movies. <laughs> oh, is he really? Yeah, he's actually the main villain in all of the movies. Oh, well, that's okay. After the first one, I yeah. can deal with that. I can deal with that. Yeah, he's great. Yeah, he's a great actor. So, anyway, that'll wrap it up for Multimedia Failure this week. So, until next time, trust the fungus. We miss you, John. <laughs> yeah, indeed. Suckers!